This is The Real Magic Podcast. Learn about great design and use it to get great results. Now your hosts, Greg Merrilies and Alan Nunez. Hello, listener, and thank you for joining Alan and I today for The Real Magic Design Podcast, where we unpack our experience to help designers and business owners understand how to create amazing designs and work together to make design that is profitable. I'm Greg from Studio One Design, and here's my awesome co-host, Alan, from PixelPartnersHQ.com. How are you, mate? I am awesome, Greg. How are you doing this morning? Doing good, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's a lovely day down here in Melbourne <laughs> for a change. It is, and and we've just had a you know our Anzac Day memorial holiday, which yeah. is always very moving. You know, exactly. You know, out of all the rubbish national holidays that we have, I feel that like uh, Anzac Day is a very special one, and we should honour it. Oh, most definitely, man. Yeah, it's yeah. Couldn't agree more. And like in Melbourne, I don't know if you get it up there, but we we have a football match called AFL Australian Football League, and we have Collingwood versus Essendon every year without fail on this Anzac Day rivalry match. And yeah, I watched it yesterday. It was a bit of fun. I barry for Collingwood, so <laughs> they won by about fifty odd points. So it was good, mate. Good to have a day off and watch the footy. Yeah. So for our international guests, Anzac Day is. Basically, the day we honour our soldiers, so current and fallen. So. Yeah. Anyway, mate, what have you been up to this week apart from watching the footy yesterday? Apart from watching the footy, not not a lot. Like, we're building a house at the moment, so we're very low-key, you know what I mean? So, yeah, haven't been up too much as far as business. I've just been finishing off that 20 email sequence and now working on the webinar. So that should be live in about a week, and then I'll be uh, pumping up the ads to the webinar. So I'll let you know how that goes. What have you been up to, mate? Mate, I have literally and figuratively been pulling my business apart brick by brick and putting it back together. <laughs> so you're building a house. I'm building a, a new office, which is you know time consuming, consuming dealing with all the contractors and the tradies and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But also too, you know, we're making a big migration from our online storage being on Dropbox to Google Drive, which is an epic undertaking because we've got, I don't know, maybe eight terabytes sitting in the cloud at the moment. Uh, We also have to notify all our customers past and present and, you know, make sure that they're shared on the new folders for their archives. And, you know, it's it's actually a much bigger job than I realised. Plus... We're redoing all our standard operating procedures so that they're in a more consistent format. They are in smaller bite-sized chunks. So some of our procedures were very long-winded. And what we've looked at is can we break those into smaller steps to make it easier for the team? A lot of new... You know, briefing templates and, you know, structures for folder systems. Mate, it, it is epic. When you... You know, when you've been working in a business for many, many years, things grow organically and Mm. often we don't stop and just say, well, is everybody doing it the same? Is it consistent? You know, do we have that almost franchise model idea of, you know, processes for for everything? So it's been been exhausting but a, a lot of fun at the same time, you know. I'm really surprised at how great my team are. They just never – I'm not surprised. They never. <laughs> awesome. They continue to surprise me, you know. Bet you my team's better. Maybe we should have an, a football match. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> oh, I don't know, mate. I call my team superstars, and they really are, you know. So my aim is to take us from superstar to supernova. That's something Matt Church used to say, you mm-hmm. know, which is what happens when a, a supernova goes, uh, when a superstar goes, you know, bigger and better. So. 
You know, listen, mate, we've got a kind of interesting topic today. It's not directly design related, but, mate, I'm going to pull in a few sort of hints and tips about how design is actually related to this and, and what business owners should be thinking about. And the topic is, will super apps take over the world? The right? world. The yep. world, right? Well, well, let's think about it, right? Like, internet has taken over the world. You know, we are now a global society. We can contact anyone, anywhere, at any time through these cables that are strewn all over the world, mm-hmm. right? And we've become ridiculously reliant on you know, websites, in more modern days, apps, actual apps that are on our, our phones. There are more and more web applications. So, you know, apps like uh, Loom is a great example, the video recording app, which you access through your browser. All our email and business automate, uh, automation software, most of it is browser-based, but they're apps nevertheless, right? Mm-hmm. And then you look at, at platforms like facebook and facebook messenger and how rapidly the whole world is integrating into these platforms and you know the question is what's next you know at the moment we're jumping between different apps for different purposes but if you have a look at what what's happening say for example in china where they're in a bubble like they're isolated from the rest of the world There's been businesses and developers who have looked at what everybody else is doing in the West and taken the best of all that and built, you know, what we're calling, and I guess what is maybe a term for it, but super apps that do so much more than we're used to seeing in in the West. Now, I shared uh, an article with you. What, What did you think when you saw that article? The New York Times one? Yeah. Yeah, incredible, man. Because, yeah, that just opened my eyes up. I've never really heard of a super app before. But, yeah, it really shows how China, China's WeChat, that's what it's called, isn't it, WeChat? Yep, yep. Is like like in China they have a big, you know, great firewall of China, so to speak, and so therefore they don't let, you know, things like Google and, and uh, you know, Amazon and, and YouTube and all these big – and Facebook, all these big players in there. So they've essentially created their own version of all these things rolled into one, you know, and it is controlled by the government to a certain degree. We'll talk about that shortly. But, yeah, and it's just amazing how everything can be housed in one app, you know, from ordering a pizza to – you know, sharing that you love that pizza place to shopping on, you know, buying anything or any type of service or any type of product, you know, it's just amazing what you can do in there. So yeah, I was quite blown away when you introduced the idea of super apps to me, man. So yeah, very, very interested to discuss more on this episode. You know, what they've done is they have basically taken all the things that we love, Mm. like Facebook, Amazon, PayPal, eBay, Craigslist, and they've rolled it all into one application. So you never need to leave the application. Now, it's all great to say that and go, oh, okay, well, you know, it's one place for everything. But there is another side to this, which is that that app now has this ridiculous amount of data on our behavior. 
because mm-hmm. we never we, we would never need to leave that app. And and in China, you don't need to leave the app. WeChat is just used for absolutely everything. Actually, I didn't mention they've rolled in things like you know Skype and email. Everything is built into into it, right? Email as well. Wow. Everything, everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Instant messaging, email, the whole lot is built into it. So what happens when you have an app like that and nobody needs to leave the ecosystem is you can build behavioral data. You know, you can start putting some artificial intelligence in, or you can put more artificial intelligence into the way the app serves the individual by, you know, looking at what other people are doing that is similar and cross-referencing data. And, you know, it, it is, on one hand, it's astronomical. You know, it's it's the future that we're going to see for the next generations where, you know, AI is basically predicting what we're going to do and offering us up what we need before. Um, the other thing that, that they've done is they've managed to build it in such a way that our that their infrastructure is being built into it. So, you know, their hospital systems are using this platform, which is something you don't see in the West, right? Like a hospital would not build their booking system into Facebook, right? Because there'd be all these, you know, platform restrictions and legal restrictions and all this sort of stuff. So, you know, it's, it's amazing on one hand, but it's also really scary on the other hand because the owner of that app knows almost everything there is to know about you and and about your life. So there's an issue. Well, is it an issue? I don't know, right? Could it be an issue? Definitely. Used correctly, I I guess it's maybe not an issue, you know? Like, I would be super happy if, you know, my app knew my shopping habits, right, and knew what I was buying on a regular basis when I go to the supermarket and predictively generated me... A shopping list and when i arrived at the supermarket i had the shopping list automatically pop up on my screen or even one better it just built a shopping cart and asked me would you like these things delivered you know you generally use two loaves of bread every five days you use x amount of milk your cereals probably run out and i just tick a box and go yes please deliver it right yeah, like, is yeah. that is that a bad that. thing no that's not a bad thing but i mean if they know you know, everything about you, then obviously there's going to be a lot of people that are concerned about, you know, their privacy. So that would be the issue. Yeah, so there's going to... I think that there needs to be a change in, firstly, users' fundamental understanding and then the protection of that privacy. Because you're right, if somebody hacks into that, it's pretty scary that they could predict where you're going to be and when with, with, you know, certain accuracy. Mm, exactly, exactly. So that's the, that's a scary bit. But yeah, I, I see the benefits in it as well. I love the fact that you can, you know, I guess you could book a date on there. You could pay on there. You can, you know, buy whatever you like on there and, and you know, order stuff in, order cars, etc. drivers, you know what I mean? All in one app. And yeah, to me, the benefits of them, you know, knowing a lot about you would be really beneficial from the point of view that, you don't have to think. It can almost have like your personal bot or AI do the thinking for you. It just takes out all the mun- mundane things that you generally, generally would have to think about. Oh, look, absolutely. You know, and so, so I think that there's going to be a lot of privacy geeks out there going, no, we can never let this happen. But the reality is it's going to happen right? Mm. Uh, eventually, some of these big players, you know, let's hypothetically, you know, use Facebook, PayPal, 
Amazon and for something fun, Tinder, right? What happens if one of one of them decides to gobble up in acquisitions all of those companies? All of a sudden they have access to all of that data. And used correctly, what they could do is service their users, service their customers in a way that's never been done before. Because as much data as Amazon has, it doesn't have the data that Facebook's got. You know, yeah. it doesn't have the data that PayPal's got, and it doesn't have the data that Tinder's got. So you combine all that sort of stuff. And it, it, look, I think it's in an inevitability. Either apps are going to grow into super apps. So like Facebook now, they have a marketplace. You know, they're, they're gearing for financial tra- transactions to be enabled within Facebook. They've, you know, they've got Messenger, which is a great instant messaging app. They could very well potentially down the track, open a marketplace like Amazon's got. Yeah. Or have a payment gateway that is as robust as PayPal, right? So it could organically grow into a super app, right? Mm, yeah. Or like I said, the other option is acquisitions. You know, one Goliath company gobbles up another one in an acquisition and and all of a sudden, you know, Facebook and Amazon are combined. So I think it's an in- inevitable part of our future. What about WeChat? So where is that going to sort of gobble up the world or is it just going to stay in China? You know, that's really interesting because I think if if a company like WeChat went totally global, they could crush other applications. Mm, including Facebook. Including Facebook. You know, mm. at the moment, WeChat is still primarily China-based, right? But it is leaching out into the rest of the world. So I do a lot of packaging work, right? So I have a lot of interactions with China. And if I want to market to market to and through the Chinese factories to my perfect customer, who is people that are buying and manufacturing in China Mm -hmm. who need packaging, I need to be on WeChat. I need to have a business page on there. I need to start, you know, communicating and do like you might do on Facebook and start socially interacting, right? Mm-hmm. Which is really difficult for, you know, an Australian company because I don't speak Chinese. So, <laughs> you know, I need to look at getting Chinese speaking employees and, you know, trying to understand how that platform works. But Maybe the app could translate it. I don't know exactly how it works, but yes, there is an English version of WeChat, right? Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's it's available, but, uh, you know, they haven't really, you know, come and tried to take over the world with WeChat. And I think that there may be probably some barriers in place, you know, some sort of trade agreements across borders that maybe is are holding them back. I'm not an expert in this, you know. Yeah, but, I understood, um, yeah. So, and like Facebook, are they sort of opening up the API for anybody to have a like a mini program within Facebook. Is that what, where it's heading? Yeah, Facebook, I, I can't predict where they're heading, but I can see the trajectory they've got, you know. They're making people reliant on the system. Now, the way we use Facebook in the West is one thing, but if you look at the emerging the emerging marketplaces, right? So you look at places like, say for example, Africa the Philippines, maybe the socioeconomic level where there's a, a much higher level of poverty, right? For lack of a, a better description, right? 
Facebook enables them to do things that they've never been able to do before, right? So, you know, Facebook in the Philippines, for example, is the go-to place for business communications. If you want to find a business, you don't Google search your Facebook search. Really? Right? Because so many businesses in the Philippines, small businesses, can't afford to have a website, right? Yeah, they can't afford yep. the cost, but a Facebook page is free. Right, and they maybe can't afford to have enterprise level email, so they use Messenger. Right, it's instant, it's free, it's you just need to be connected to the internet. So you countries like that have built an entire ecosystem. They've hacked the system to build their own ecosystem. Mm. Right, you know when we want to employ, Facebook is our go-to place. Right, like don't go to the job boards, go to Facebook. We'll get a better reach. Wow, yep. We've got to remember the way that 85% of the rest of the world who's maybe not in our situation sitting in a comfy house with a you know an iPhone 10 is using Facebook, yeah. right? And that's where the power of this is. is they, they get all these users into this infrastructure and it becomes the go-to place for you know the billion or so people across the world that might be using it. Yeah, powerful. All right, so how will it affect small business, do you think? Look, I, I think what businesses need to be aware of is that the traditional online presence is going the way of the yellow pages. Oh, right? absolutely. I genuinely believe that. And you know what? Come back and talk to me in 20 years and ask me whether I was right or wrong. Okay? <laughs> but I think it's inevitable, okay, that the traditional, you know, website platforms that are that are the the standard today i don't think they'll disappear right but i think they will adapt and change and i think they will tie into some kind of super apps as their primary what, what's the word for a primary hub, hub. function yeah prim primary hub right mm. see i see a website as being the primary hub at the moment correct and that is right so 30 years ago, 40 years ago, if you went into business, one of the first things you did was you, you booked your Yellow Pages ad. Yeah. Right? Because actually my wife and I were talking about this. We were just saying, look, isn't it amazing how much it's changed? When we wanted to find out about garden edging in the past, we would have yeah. to pull out the Yellow Pages, find the section, ring a half a dozen different companies, hoping that they might know what we're talking about, you know, then ring another half a dozen because they've referred us to them. And then, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're doing business, right? Now it's pull out the smartphone, pull out the laptop, pull out the, let's sit down at the computer. A few Google searches, we have access to all these businesses and, and we have the information that we need, right? So, it, I, I genuinely believe it's going to change. I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. But from a small business owner's point of view, what you should be doing is thinking, well, how do I stay current on the current platforms, on what's available today? So how do I stay current on Facebook? You know, is Amazon a platform that I should be on? It freaks me out how many retail businesses are not are not on Amazon. You know, like what do they they think they're protecting their retail presence? No, they're just missing a huge portion of the market that that don't shop the same way as they used to. Mm, yeah, good point. Yeah, well, I also see it as a, an opportunity the, this super app thing for small business. You know, I mean, if if a super app knows things like you know what you're talking about, you know what, who you're with, 
uh, what you read, where you go, what you buy, how you shop, and all those things, right? Then as a small business owner, if you're on there and, you know, if they do open up the API and you can put a, a mini app on there, essentially, then you're going to have access to all that data and therefore your marketing will be far more effective if it's targeting the right audience with the problem that your product solves. Yeah, look, I mean, it will connect buyers to businesses and vice versa far more easily and far more accurately, right? I mean, Google, you know, is heading this way. So, you know, Google was a search engine. That's where it started, right? Now, I mean, you and I were just talking about it, you know, Google Drive. All my all my business emails and personal emails are tied into Google Apps. Yeah, Google has Google Street View and Google Maps, right, which enables them to know where people are, are traveling and how they're how they're uh, moving around their local area. And Google's making a big push for the Google My Business pages to work. I mean, they've had two or three iterations of that over the re- over recent years. It's currently called My Business, but it's about connecting local businesses to local customers. Right, which is something that got a little bit lost in the age of the internet. You know, we could reach further, so we did. You know, so you know, is Google going to start bringing out some kind of e-commerce platform to help the my business interactions? Mate, who knows where it's going to go? Yeah, it's exciting. But you can definitely see that these companies are heading in the direction of super apps. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's hope they all stay relatively separate so there's competition and not a monopoly. Yeah, maybe, but maybe the platform brings the competition all under one banner, right? Who knows? Well, have you have you watched Wally? You know that movie? That's, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I love that movie. But um, yeah, there's one company by and large that owns absolutely everything, and I think yeah, that's a scary place to be in. You know, that's with the mindset of capitalism. Yeah. Right. So. Here's, uh, and you know what, I think I might wrap up this episode on this, right? Because I'm going to turn philosopher. For a <laughs> no, not let philosopher. Al go, don't go Futur- there, Al. Futurist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a huge potential that global society is going to work move away from capitalism, right? Like, there is a potential that we are going to have access to so much stuff Traditional jobs will be a thing of the past. A lot of jobs will be digitised with artificial intelligence. And then what happens to those people and how do they get paid? So the system is going to have to change, right? Now, I'm not talking about turning communist or anything like that, but maybe we do take a a little leaf out of movies and sci-fi and ask the question of, you know, will it go the way of Star Trek where you do what you're what your vocation is and being paid and buying your food for meals is becomes redundant. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. all for the benefit of society and nothing else. So, yeah. so here's the question, right? So you're right. Um, you know, if one company owns everything, that's a scary prospect, but if everybody owns everything and has access to everything that they need, well, that could potentially be a much better society. Mm, I don't know, man. I reckon you'd lose a lot of motivation for, you know, entrepreneurs to thrive and make a difference in the world. Maybe. And you know what? 
this change, no one's going to know, and I guarantee you it's unlikely to happen in our lifetime, Greg. So <laughs> let's just enjoy the ride. <laughs> keep, keep an eye on what's going on with Super Apps. And, yeah. um, and just and go, I'll give you one final No, I was just going to say, and small businesses, just stay relevant and keep an eye on what is happening in the tech world. Yeah, most definitely. And just on that, so if you are a small business and you're, you know, working on some form of app, just be very careful you don't invest too much. Get a a customer base for it first because who knows, it could get swallowed up by a super app. I mean, think of, you know, like what was that video platform that, Periscope, right? <laughs> that was that was a big. Is thing. that still around? No, I think that was that was cool for like three minutes. Yeah, wasn't because it? it got it got taken over by you know uh, Facebook's live live video or whatever it is. You know, so yeah, they acquired them. Yeah, well, did they? I think they did. Oh, I don't know, but anyway, I thought they just competed and squashed them. But either way, oh, that's maybe, my, my, yeah, maybe. Sorry, I might be wrong on that. My point is though that just be careful. You know, if you're developing an app, just make sure it's uh, you know quite unique and you've got a customer base for it before you know the big boys find out and see that it's successful and <laughs> absorb it into their platform. You know, it, it's at the end of the day, right? Things are moving so rapidly. I think we've got to be careful not to to not take action because of unknown, you know, just keep yeah. pushing forwards. Like we say, stay relevant, keep a close eye on, on what's going on. But you're right, you know, apps come and go. Hey, look, you know, it's really interesting because if you, if you actually think about it, maybe we already have, apart from the big behemoths that we're talking about, Facebook and Google, maybe we have some super apps that we don't even realise, which is things like, you know, iOS and Android operating systems, there you, go. you know, yeah. on mobile devices. Their key function is to bring all that stuff together for you. Mm. Obviously, they're not monetizing it. Oh, I suppose they are I in a way. The, Apple app, the App Store does, <laughs> yeah. you know. But, you know, are they the and future the of su- Yeah, are they the future yeah. of super apps, you know, the, the way our mobile operating systems work? Yeah, well, get, if you look at, like, Google's Home, that, that's, like, version one of AI, really. And obviously, there's other companies doing a similar thing, but yeah, that's like mixing hardware with with AI, and I think yeah, that's that's the future. Yeah, voice, I voice to- activated. I- yeah. Total, and the backbone of that that connects everything together, the, yeah. you know, absolutely, you know, mind-blowing stuff. You know, it really is the Jetsons yeah. coming to life. So, <laughs> hey, uh, if you want to see the future, just rewind and watch a few old sci-fi movies from the <laughs> 70s and 80s. And I, I reckon you could probably firstly pick the stuff that's actually come true already and uh, see a few things that are coming in the near future. I hope this has been beneficial for you, the listener. Um, it's been awesome, yeah, I love it. Yeah, but uh, it's, yeah, it's been fun. If the only thing we do is inspire you to go and go and Google the uh, New York Times super apps, and and I'll if I remember, I'll put the the link to the video in the in the show notes, which you never do. So please remember. <laughs> oh, I, I will. I'm actually going to go and draft the show notes right after we get off this call. Love <laughs> it. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and leave a comment at therealmagic.com. Thanks for listening to The Real Magic Podcast. Hear more at therealmagic.com.